Well, I finally pegged it. Dallin is going through a midlife crisis. All right. I've been so confused and I haven't understood it, but it's happening. It happened to me a year and a half ago when I was exactly your young peachy age. Except really? my midlife crisis was crying and stressing about the fact that I'll probably die in this life. I like to believe the middle and of my life will be like 45. Though. Now I, mm, but I'm only 31. I think you start to realize you're in the middle of your life now, though, where you're like. Unless the middle lasts 20 years, then I'm cool. I don't know, but you're planning on living till I'm 90. Okay. Well, you're going through it and it all makes perfect sense. Do you want to start the story? Tell me more. <laughs> so you turn, you're turning what? 32? Maybe we should precursor this with, this is our second attempt at recording this podcast. Yeah. Are you turning 32? I, yeah, it's bad. Ugh. 1991 to 2023. Mm-hmm. I'm turning 30. I'm turning 32 Ugh. or 31. 32. How old are you? I don't say it anymore. You're 33? I'm 33. Are you really? You literally celebrated my birthday and bought two three candles and put it in the cake. <laughs> or I bought them myself. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm going to be 32. Mm-hmm. Here, dude. Mm. Okay. Okay, so that's Apparently happening. Ashley has, has diagnosed me. Well, right before we more, pressed doctor. record on this podcast, Dallin looked at me and said... I'm ready to restart my life. And that's when all the pieces fell into place and it all made sense. So a couple weeks ago, we went on a Disney cruise and Dallin just... heard all about it. He's just blown away, man. Blown away. We get home. What is life? What is our life at home? Not with Disney. Not doing adventures. It all makes sense now, Dallin. You're in a midlife crisis. All right. He comes up to me, the boy who hates moving, the boy who I literally, after seven years of begging to move, moved two hours from his hometown. Okay, four. Four. Same state, though. That was very important. Uh-huh. And says to me, I think we made a huge mistake. I think we live in the wrong place. I think I want to live in Orlando, Florida. And if you know anything about Dallin, if you ever utter anything that might suggest a desire to live near the East Coast... <laughs> Dallin goes into a full-blown panic attack. Why do I not consider Florida the East Coast? Dallin accidentally married me, a girl from Georgia, and now it, my literal existence is in his life is a threat of one day moving to the East Coast. And it, he can't sleep sometimes, I think, because of it. So you went on a trip to Florida. What did you learn? What did you learn? What, I don't know. Dallin called, like, as far... And this is the thing. Dallin and I have like probably the poorest communication of couples because literally what he says to me, he's actually just knows how to interpret my communication. I though. literally just listen to what Dallin says to me instead of being a psychic magician who knows what his brain is thinking when his voice is speaking. So in a perfect world, I would just listen to his brain waves and not listen to what came out of his mouth. But what came out of his mouth was, I think we moved to the wrong place. I'm going to call a realtor. I'm going to buy a plane Before ticket. Before or after Florida? I'm going to fly to Orlando and oh. look for towns that we want to live in. And I'm going to tell you if I like it or not. And I was like, what? <laughs> Say what? So then he did. Tell us what you found, Al. Because fast forward a couple days, I thought he was serious about moving due to the realtor that he has on speed dial. I'm changing my truck in for a Tesla. What does that He's say about me? trading in his truck in for a Tesla. He comes up to me after mountain biking today and he's like, I don't think I even like mountain biking here. And then he walks away. You tell me, audience, what would you... These are all clues, right? To what Dallin may actually be thinking in his head. And to me, it says, the guy wants to move to Orlando. 
What, how was your Orlando trip? I I liked it more than I thought I would. Me and my entire family are all just like... On pins and needles. What? Well, that's the thing. My friends and family are all like, don't freaking move. I mean, they're not saying that. They would support whatever I wanted to do. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they wouldn't. Uh, well, obviously my mom would be <laughs> if, sad. I didn't support when my parents wanted to move. I fully unsupported it. Yeah. No, I mean, supported in like, what am I, What are they going to do? Stop me? Um, be mad at you for years? That's uh, where I am. I don't think they would do that. <laughs> okay, you get off the plane. You're walking through Orlando. What's your plan? What do you do? What do you think? What do you feel? What do you see? So I really go out there to just feel out my Dallin heart in Orlando. I did this once in San Antonio. Came back, didn't want to move Came there. back, realized it's a cool town, would love to visit. Actually, San Antonio still sometimes, we have this like San Antonio itch every once in a while. Dude, we're the, just like, the river walk is such a cool place. We're like walking around in San Antonio where we live and we're just like, remember San Antonio? Why didn't we move there? I've never said that. I think we have learned that we are people who I could maybe say that about Austin. This is what I think we've learned. The one thing we don't love about our house is that it's in a neighborhood that doesn't have a community pool. Like it irks us. I hate not having an HOA. have access to a community <laughs> pool. So all these neighborhoods we look at on Zillow in San Antonio and Orlando they all have these like lagunas, community centers, lagoons, gyms, it's not, events. It's not just a pool. Pools. It's a lagoon. Down it's, there, it's nice out there. Only... They're pricey, but like they go hard on the neighborhoods. It's similar priciness. Mm. Mm. Eh. Depending on how close you are to Disney World, maybe. Dallin wants to be really close, and I'm like, maybe like we... Golden Oaks homes start in the mid two millions. I'm kind of in the let's maybe go towards <laughs> Tampa vibe. <laughs> Tampa intrigues oh, me, man. and they have more neighborhoods with lagoons. I wish we could live in Golden Oaks. That would be. A I think dream you have to true. be like a Golden Oak, like golden and old. I wonder if those houses even like, make it on I the think market. Golden Oak is a nice way of saying you're old and rich. You're like a big old. I wonder oak if tree. there's some young families that struck it rich in there. I don't know. Probably there's 299 homes. There's I think probably some Russians. There's a specific number. There's no more space to crimes. grow. It's the only neighborhood in Disney World. Yeah. Golden Oaks. I was talking to Chris McLean. He was like, dude, you buy a house there. You'll be my best friend. People. <laughs> I will you'll never... probably get a Disney pass if you live there. Right? I don't know. HOA is like 8,000. I don't know. This is Dallin's ADHD talking. Literally has nothing to do with anything. Okay. And... Sorry. I get excited. No, and... that sounds mean now. Take it back. I want to hear. Say whatever you want me to I say. I want to hear about Golden Oak. I didn't even go in there. It's gated, obviously. Everywhere's gated. Dallin, Lots of places are gated. Come to find out. Dallin was a I miscreant. Tried to, go, <laughs> tried to, tried to get out. into all the neighborhoods. I like pushed the button to call the security guard. And he's like, hello, what is your purpose for visiting? And I'm like, I just want to check out some houses. And he's like, you need a realtor with you. Sorry. And I couldn't even go in. But that made him like it. Even but that made more. me like it because if I did live in one of the many gated neighborhoods of Florida, it's like... Stay out of my friggin' neighborhood, you you street rat. A hundred percent. If my mom came to visit and they beeped her into us, we would be like, we don't know her. Yeah. Send her away. I don't know this Trish. She's an <laughs> imposter. We'd make her come like three times. <laughs> oh. So, okay. So I just went there to fill out my heart really because, okay. okay, after our Disney trip, I'm like, why don't we live next to Disney? We're like, like, life is short. You looked at our life with eyes of just... What have we done when we could have done other things? Why have we done this? No, I guess the guiding principle for deciding where I want to live is live in a place that aligns with most of your goals and values 
dreams and aspirations yeah. or that helps you do. Do you want to know what I think? What? I think the guiding principle that guided us here to this town that we love was fear. Like fear of making too big of a fear move. Of that was a mistake. I so don't we regret moved, moving to St. George. No, I just think the reason we moved here is because we were afraid to move anywhere else. Yeah, it was a good stepping stone. Why am I talking like this? I could totally see us living here a long time too. No, me too. But I really do think the reason we moved here was because we were afraid of making a big move. Yeah. That's, I mean, well, and there's I, we, nothing like, to be ashamed of. We love our house now. We love our backyard. We love our community that we've built around us down here in just a year and a half. Okay. Anyway, so I go out to Florida. We have to have a lot of these like... These Grounding things. us. They need to be said so that we can say what Dallin... And I wanted to go out there and just make sure I'm not romanticizing the idea of living next to Disney World. Okay. Okay. Were you? Maybe a little, but not no. as much as I thought I was. Yeah. Every time he called, he was like, Ash, I really, really like this place. There's pros and cons. Toll roads everywhere. Tourists driving like idiots everywhere. Do you feel like Lots a bad day though? Just tossing people. your quarter into it? I mean, I just, it's like it was a rental a car. So the things scan your license plate Ooh. and they'll probably send me a bill. When I lived in Georgia, we had a toll road that I went on a lot and I yeah. never had a sticker. I always had to throw in the quarters. Mm, yeah. You could pull over if you had exact change, but I didn't. Mm. I don't carry much change with me these days. So, <laughs> so anyways. anyways, uh, yeah, I stayed like right next to Disney World. The first day I like worked a lot. The second day I explored some towns, went up to Winter Garden and just felt out my heart. And I was like, what a lovely little town. I Main looked Street, at it. We cute. watched it on YouTube. There are YouTube videos about every town in America. Some cool realtors really going hard on YouTube. And I really appreciate the quality of their content. Cobblestone streets. Yeah, a fun. farmer's market. Plant street market. So cool. Farmer's market. One of the most famous farmer's markets every Sunday. Didn't. Or Saturday. I'll believe them. Never heard of it. But if they tell me it's the most famous one in the United States, I'll believe them. I'm not big into the farmers. I don't subscribe to Farmers Markets <laughs> is magazine. There a, is there a competition? <laughs> it's probably in there. Probably the best one. Yeah. Oh, cool stuff up there. And uh, a solid 30 minutes from Disney World. You Well, that's main downtown Winter Garden. Winter Garden is like this long, skinny town. You can get a lot closer to Disney World, too. So anyways, if we really did want to hunker down and get serious, serious about it, we would like ask a realtor to tell us about some specific neighborhoods that would match what we're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that was cool. I drove around, explored, and I was like, huh, I think I get used to this. But at the same time, I'm also realizing, and I talked to my friend that lives there and he's like, we thought we would come here and go to the parks like all the time. But after a while you realize like a lot of it is Waiting in lines, dealing with crowds, and maybe you won't go there as often as you thought you would. I don't would. believe that for us. We're go places people. When we lived up in Salt Lake, we went to the Children's Museum. I go to the Children's Museum here, and it is nothing. It is <laughs> not anything to talk about. I go, you give St. George's credit. I go twice a week. Like If I have a season pass somewhere, I'm going there once a week, twice a week up on my good weeks, three times a week when people are visiting. Yeah. If I have a season pass somewhere, we're going. If there's a splash pad there, we're going twice. Cowabunga Bay, isn't that? Yeah. Disney, Disney's Lagoon Typhoon they or something? They have Blizzard typhoon Beach lagoon. and Typhoon Lagoon or Cowabunga Bay. I think there's two. I think one of those is a universal one. Not like a universal water park. Like yeah. it's universal throughout the world. It's <laughs> part of universal. It's the universal <laughs> The religion. universal symbol for Star water parks. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so like we would just have 
Florida super discounted season passes to like the coolest theme parks in the we world would go. and like, go a lot. We, we hate probably sitting would. around at home. We just hate it. Makes us. It also. I also realized like you, we would. It's it requires a bit of a budget because well, eating a season, anything, buying any toy, we'll bring a it's sandwich. A lot of money. You don't buy a toy every day when you go to Disney World every day. I think you do. No, <laughs> you don't. We get, It's like the gift shop at the museum. We never buy a toy there. Sure. I don't even think our kids but know I mean, you can buy toys Disney there. Disney World has a lot better merch than the gift shop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I know. I, I know. We're not going to buy a toy every single time we go. And we can bring food. We don't have to. It, I, honestly, I'm, I just think it would be awesome. So Dallin goes for four days. Has only good things to say. Oh, the last day I spent all four. I spent the whole day doing all four parks. I walked all four parks. It was the coolest experience. Loved he, it. I was so happy all day. Before he gets on his plane to fly home, he tells me, I think I'm going to call the realtor. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is happening? My life is spinning out of control. Apparently we're moving to Orlando. And then Dallin gets home and I am under the impression we're moving to Orlando and like start talking to him like we're moving to Orlando. And he goes, why on earth would you think we're moving to Orlando? Well, actual timelines and rubber hitting the road freaks me out. I live in La La Land for an extended period of time before I actually do anything. Well, Michael Scott says something like that. Yeah. So then yesterday we're recording this podcast and I'm talking like Dallin wants to move to Orlando and he's, we stopped the podcast because he's like, I don't want to move to Orlando, Ash. And I'm floored and I have no idea what to think of it. I, I literally think we speak different languages because everything you said to me was like, I want it translated in my brain to Dallin wants to move within two years. Here's the thing. I am the spontaneous go by the seat of my pants person and you're the make plans person. No, I here. think one of your favorite hobbies is like convincing me that something's happening. And then when I get convinced and start making plans, like, okay, like let's make this work for our family. Just because I said this is going to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen. Dallin's Ash. like, what the H are you doing? No, no change will take place. Never. No we will never change. At least not. So then quickly. we get in this big fight. Not a fight, just like, what are you talking about, Dallin? Like, what have you been telling me? And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and okay. Then, and then I'm like, listen, I don't want to talk to you about Orlando unless, because I was like, do you have a desire to move? And he was like, maybe 5%. I said between 10 and 20. And I was like, come and talk to me when you're over 50. Talk to me when you're over 50%. And then I'll talk to you about moving. And it was kind of like, well, then I guess we'll never talk about Orlando. I like hanging out in the 20% range <laughs> I was like, for a great. long time. Then Dallin goes on a bike ride today. Me thinking we'll never speak of Orlando again. Cause I don't know if Dallin will ever get to 80% desire to move ever. And he says to me, I think I'm ready to change my life. I don't even like mountain biking here, which is basically like leaving your religion if you're Dallin because he loves, that's like your favorite, just, that's your favorite thing about St. George. I miss the smooth flow trails oh. of the north. <laughs> it's so rocky down here. Dallin thinks he has no desire to move, but he's already in the fantasizing zone where he's like, this life here, what is it? I think we should just move to Coeur d'Alene. No, I'll never move there. I'll move anywhere on this earth that's warm. You I've choose. never been to Coeur d'Alene, but I just know that I would love it. Also, I would need to probably have a much higher income. But and a different wife. And a different wife. Yeah. She could be great for you there. You live in Florida. I'll visit you six months out of the year. I'll visit my other wife up in Coeur d'Alene. Nick Cannon is doing it with like 12 ladies. I don't think it's going well for him. We'll Would your second wife have a vasectomy? My wife? 
Uh, I don't know what wife She's you're like, thinking I'm going to have. I don't think have. you understand, Ellie. I'm like, are you, do, do you did you get a vasectomy? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. On Joe Rogan's podcast, him and Howie Mandel were talking about these new tele... Um, it's like Star Wars where you could have a hologram of yourself show up and a camera sees outward too so you can be you can see your audience you're talking to in like a, a different room across the world real real life star wars holograms of you showing up and and presenting a message or talking with somebody okay. and they were saying how nick cannon said he wanted to have one of those in each of his wife's houses so that he could visit his kids what? weird future stuff I'm just like nick this doesn't have to be your problem it is. That is his I, problem. I feel like everyone hears that and no one feels, no one's like, oh, poor Nick. No one's <laughs> like, like, man, that what a, on yourself, what a great man. dad. He's really trying. He's know. probably a great dad, but I'm just like. Well, financially, I'm sure doing being a great dad. But as far as being present, it's kind of hard. Has he Got ever. 12 different like, wives scattered about. Did his, did these, I don't think they're wives. They're I mean. Just, did these girls ever mamas? think he was like faithful only to them? That's my question. Or are they all scattered across the country because. That's what what he did to make sure they didn't know about each other, or is it just it like, seems like he breaks up with one, he dates and he's another? He's pretty he, openly chill about it, so it seems like they are all on board with the idea. I don't know. I mean, all I know if is they he didn't went know, from like Keenan and Kel to like this player globe on America's Got Talent player on America's Got Talent. <laughs> yeah. I would have never pegged him to be like the it guy. Yeah. I don't know. What is your conclusion? I fearfully ask you this because it usually leads to us fighting about how we literally don't understand anything the other well, person Well, I start says. getting afraid that we're moving too fast and I just want to slow it down. And Literally, um, you're driving this car. You're the one with your foot on the gas, not me. I'm just the passenger like, uh, hey, sweetie, where are we going today? <laughs> well, I don't want it to be like, like that. Stop thinking we're going somewhere. I don't want it to be like that. I said I wanted to go out to Florida with you. And just check it out together and feel the vibes out together. To what end? But then I just because see, I don't know. But then I say, well, do you have a desire to move? And you say no. And I say, why would I want to go look for new houses somewhere if you have no desire? consider it. To have it I'm in not, your pool of consideration. For what? Do you have a you desire? you charting out your life. Do you have a desire to move? 10 to 20%. That's nothing. I think that there would be listeners that are, would agree with me. I'm not going to go. Dallin wants to go live in Florida to go see if we want to move there. I would rather not be while ignorant. While also standing firm to his I'd statement. I would rather not that, be ignorant of all my options. Tell me you have a desire to move and I'll do whatever you want. You have to be brave enough to say that. Is that... You can't... Just, he cannot say it. What if you it? just enjoy exploring and just knowing about other locations so that you're not living in ignorance of something that could be really beautiful? People who want to move... You want to live in ignorance. No. What if there was a place out there that you really Listen, loved? I'm open to moving, but I'm not open to moving again with a person who doesn't want to move. That's what I did last time. We joke, We both decided on St. George. Your words, I will do this for you because I love you and I'm married to you. 
but yeah, I wouldn't. That's mo- pretty awesome. But I wouldn't move anywhere awesome if it me. weren't for you. That's that was a solid compromise. That's a that lot we of St. George is a solid <laughs> compromise that we made. Right. We've got some emails, Ash. You guys are really stepping up and sending us some emails. ISNHSTpodcast at gmail.com. What was that? ISNHSTpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Okay. Lindsay said, I was just doing the chant to remember the email address. Thanks, Lindsay. That's the chant. It's catching on. (laughs) I just need to say, Ashley, anytime you feel embarrassed or weird or anything of the sort, you should know that there are people out there relating to you so much, at least me. I appreciate you so much as someone to follow because you are just yourself and so relatable and you make me feel not alone in a lot of my feelings. That's all. Lots of love from Kamloops, British Columbia, Canada. A Kamloops. Kamloops. Oh, thanks. What was her? Lindsay. Oh, she gave us her number. Fun. We got Lindsay's number. Lindsay, thank you. If we ever come to Kamloops, British Columbia, we'll find you. Um, We're going to Victoria on a cruise in the beginning of August. What? Oh, that's not Victoria. Oh, Victoria's in British Columbia. Uh Uh-huh. Geography. Geography. I am doing it. We are. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, anyways, That's here really we go. Nice. This is from, well, I just think like all of these people who are like me out there, it makes me so happy because I used to think I was the only weird person in the world. Well, that's and what, like, that's natural. That's what everybody thinks. Just like until so they... in my head, like no one would ever want to be my friend because I'm weirder than everyone else. That is a tendency of the human brain to think that you're the only one that feels the way you do. But turns out lots of humans are alike and other people, somebody out there is probably feeling the same way you do about something and it helps to know you're not alone. Yeah. No, also, just being it's vulnerable. It's done like crazy things for my self-confidence to like have people write to me and be like, I relate so hard to you. We yeah. are the same brain. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm not like the weirdest girl on the planet. And I don't know like why I thought that my whole life growing up, but I just I like... I think a lot of people think that and it's... Maybe sad. it's like an introverted thing. Henry David Thoreau, most men I just live like lives always of felt like everyone was just like a part of the same like thought wave on the world. And then I was like the sideline girl who just like could not get it together enough to like be like everybody else. Sad. I don't know if it's sad. Everybody it, else is thinking the same thing in you know, the meantime. Like, honestly, it's kind of sad, but also there was like a hint of me feeling like elite to everyone. Like everyone's so <laughs> a little like, bit of narcissism in there. <laughs> no, no, like no big deal. just like, why is everyone so weird? Bunch of idiots out here except and then, for me. Like, I'm like 14 year old Ashley is just like walking through the woods of her backyard by herself, reading Lord of the Rings, just being like, all those girls are so weird and don't even know how to think. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> talking to my dog while I think this. That's funny. Oh, uh, this one's from Hannah. Hi, Dallin and Ashley. I'm so you glad you have uh, Hannah. I just, Oh, sorry. I said your name weird. Hannah. Hi, Dallin and Ashley. I'm so glad you have time to start podcasting again. So I've been married for almost four years now. My husband is not good at celebrating people at all. Ugh. I know it's just not his strong suit. However, I want more. The past few years, he does the bare minimum for my birthday, Mother's Day, and mm-hmm. anniversaries, like maybe some flowers and saying happy birthday, and that's the end. No thought is put into anything, and I'm still the one who has to plan and cook every meal on those days. I honestly don't need much, just some kind of thought put into these days to feel loved and appreciated. It sounds like she's a gifts person. Anna, I can't tell you what to do with your husband. He's your husband. I can tell you what we did. So like I have deep desires to be celebrated as well. And Della and I got married and we had like our birthdays and we were, I think I just brought it up. I was like, this sucks. I wait all year for this day and I hate it. 
because it just ends in one day and then I have to keep waiting all year. So we did birthday week and for a while it was so great, but then it started stressing Dallin out and I just don't care. He still has to do it. You did great. Do I? Yeah. Dallin stresses about it. I just want a present to arrive every day of the week. That's a lot. It's, it's not a lot, a lot to, to ask. It's you like would Christmas. give me like, it doesn't have to be a big present. It could be a candy bar. <laughs> Dallin's like, I literally hate this. It's abuse. <laughs> You would be okay with a candy bar? Yes, I just want to wake up and there's like a present under my pillow. Or remember when we were first... Like it's the thought that counts. You used thing. to do it before we had kids. You still well, do it, but you just do, do it begrudgingly. We a lot of things before we had kids. Now it's like, where's my present? It's day three. Where's my day three present? Like, Don't mind me just over here drowning. No, I've done worse too. I haven't been celebrating birthday week to its full potential. We had a baby. We were doing great before Violet and then just that... Two to three really kills you, man. It does. But I think this year, if you stop buying yourself stuff, Dallin's issue, I can never stop do... Stop going to Orlando. I can never do birthday week for Dallin because he just like... Anytime we talk about something he want might want and it's within three months like to his birthday or past his birthday, he's just like, well, I'll just get it for my birthday. And then it shows up and then I don't know what to get him. Just get me an espresso machine and get me some Ray-Bans. Is that what you want? I don't know. I have a list on my phone, things to get Dallin, and I keep crossing things off because you keep buying them for yourself. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I do. <laughs> what? What have you crossed off? I just erase it so they're gone. But like oh. every time you buy something, I have those things. You're like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I like save them up all year until your birthday. And then usually by the time it's your birthday, they're all already in our home. Okay. Um, oh, so, but, she, so like, she says would... she lives in a rural area of Guatemala. Oh my gosh. Wow. These things have to be planned pretty far in advance to be able to bring gifts down from the States or drive a few hours to the city to get something decent. Is it too much to ask to have some kind of thought put into a gift or just a gift period? How do we even go about asking for this without sounding needy? Mm. Mm, it is okay and it is expected to make <laughs> loving requests. There's one thing I always sound. It's needy. Loving requests. And say it like that if you want to. Just be like, I have a loving request to make as your spouse. And your husband will probably be like, please help me help you. Help me be a good husband. I just want to be a good husband. That's probably what he'll say. That's what I would say. Mm, I don't know. Um, One time like, when I was pregnant, I asked Dallin to get me an ice cream because I had been throwing up all day. And he came in and he was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and then I cried. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I said, this, I just want you to take care of me. I'm throwing up. Oh, Ashley loves the hospital. I love to be taken care of. Yeah. So it's it's funny. I'm I'm learning a lot from just hearing Ashley talk about how much um is put how much like how much it means to her for just even little things. Because it's not about the Snickers. It's about the thought that I had about her enough to buy a Snickers for her. I think it's that, but I also think it's about what you give me. Oh, two. Okay. Well, I just like love you, but I also love when you give me things. It's like knowing, it's like hearing somebody talk nice about you when you're not there. No, it's like, you know, it's like that thought that somebody really cares about you enough to stand up for you see, like, this or to be proactive about you in some way. Counts. It's like that you did something. And then also, it's exciting when I have a present or like when you bring me an ice cream. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she says thank you for always keeping us entertained and showing your genuine selves to everyone. I love you. I just also gift giving is a is one of the love languages. It's not me being a jerk. I just love when people give me stuff. Yeah. So, I think Every it's healthy to day just Day of my birthday week. 
maybe it's not very romantic novel-y, but in real world, you have to like communicate your wants <laughs> you and needs. Me. I'll tell you if it's romantic novel-y. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just feel like in romance novels, the man and the woman perfectly align. He always does Has, the right that things to literally push, never happens. To touch all of her buttons the right way. And that was, no. That they semi- usually like don't like each other for the first half of the book. I don't know. It's just, it's like you have to have unsexy real conversations about your wants and needs and, and make loving requests. Dallin made a loving request request. last year to end birthday week. (laughs) Do you remember? (laughs) To go to Whistler. (laughs) No, you made a request to not do birthday week ever again. Oh, it was stressing me out. And I was like, okay. Maybe I had too big of, of, maybe I thought you were expecting. Well, I just feel like you buy stuff for yourself all year and, Maybe on my we, birthday, you, buy you, stuff could, for yourself you too? could buy a few things for me. <laughs> so I never get you anything. You could just take a break from buying stuff for yourself. Oh, shut up. And just buy and just put. Shut it. Just look for me. <sighs> okay, Remember Snickers. when we were first married? I can married, afford seven when, Snickers. Listen, when we first got married, Dallin used to wake me up every morning. I was already awake, just pretending to be asleep like an angel on my pillow. The door would open and he would be holding my breakfast. Back when we, we breakfast. had the emotional bandwidth yeah. to celebrate each other. I would other. have breakfast in bed every morning of birthday week and he would be singing me the happy birthday song and mm-hmm. I'd be so surprised. Happy birthday. And then from a secret hidden spot in the house, he would bring one of my birthday week presents. Wasn't that fun? It was so fun. Yeah. And then he stopped because he said it was too hard. I have recalibrated my understanding of your expectations of birthday week. I reciprocate birthday week to you. Not really. Stop it. I was pregnant. I don't have to do it oh, when I'm pregnant. Oh, so your excuses count. I literally didn't sleep one night for two years. So that was my that was my birthday life. week gift to you. Thank you for birthing my children. Next email. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> All right. Oh, Alexandra asked, were the other creators nice at Disney? Mm, yeah, I think creators are kind of like... I think to like be a creator, you kind of have to be like, this is just, okay, this is my interpretation. It's probably wrong. Like me, I'm kind of like a shy person, but I'm really comfortable on camera, like just talking to no one, you know, like it's just me and the camera. That's where introverts shine. And it's just like really easy for me to like be myself on camera because it's just no one else is around. It's just me or me and Dallin. But then I get really nervous in like group settings and it takes me a while to warm up. And I feel like that's how... I think there were some like truly like bubbly extroverted people like Mariah Gerber was really sweet. And I, I would guess that she's an extrovert because she's just like really friendly and she like set up some like group shoots and like she didn't seem like nervous about any like social setting. Mm-hmm. But then I think there were a lot of them who were kind of like me who are kind of more like it takes them a while to warm up. So by the time we were all finally getting to be friends, the trip was kind of over. You know, like the first couple of days we all kind of like watch each other oh my gosh, I know these people or like I follow these people. And then you're like, get brave enough to talk to them. And then like, you have to recover from that first introduction where you're like, oh my gosh, I just talked to them. Yeah, This is how I feel at least. And then like the next time you get the chance, you say a little more. And then the next time you're actually, you're not scared. You'll like see, like we would sit by someone at dinner. Like they'd be a couple tables down and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe those people are right there. And I'm like hiding. But then Dallin would be like, well, what's up guys? And just talk to them. Yeah. But maybe a lot of them are like me, but maybe not. I don't know. 
it's easy to assume that people are rude when in reality they're just fighting their own battles in their head i think like um what's the word i just totally lost my train of thought i think people are just oh no i know so like i just get nervous around influencers because i'm afraid they are like too famous for me oh but maybe everyone in the room is feeling that way about everyone. So they're like, I don't want her to like be weirded like out. That's by how me. it is. That's so many people finally realize this when after going to the gym for an extended period of time, they finally realize, wow, I was afraid everybody's going to be looking at me and judging me and thinking I'm fat or not buff enough or whatever. But in reality, they're all worried that I'm thinking that about them too. And that everybody's just at the gym worried what other people were thinking about them until they finally drop it and just go to the gym for a solid workout Maybe say hi to a friend if they see one and then go home and yeah. stop thinking they're such a, a big deal because everybody's just worried about themselves in their own head for the most part. Yeah. I think most of them were so nice. There were like some weird encounters where Dallin and I were trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> when? Like there was this one where... Oh, where I, <laughs> I quote Anchorman and Dumb and Dumber like everybody has seen it a thousand times like me so like we... and assume that... <laughs> We love Alyssa. If you just Flewellen. walk up to somebody and say, "Oh, big gulps, huh? Beautiful." Well, see you later. And they don't get it. Then you have to like explain it, and you're like, "Oh, sorry, that's a that's an impromptu line from Dumb and Dumber." <laughs> so like, Alyssa Flewellen and her family were there, and we love them. We think they're so cool and so fun and like hilarious, and they have the best skits. And like, there was this instance where they were like walking up the stairs, and somehow. We were all like recording a, we were all collaborating on a little They were like, they were getting, they showed up a little late or I don't, I don't even think she was in it. She wasn't like scheduled. She wasn't like planning on with that group, but like somehow like people were introducing themselves to her as she was walking into this group and Dallin goes, oh, you don't know who we are. (laughs) And it was a joke. Anchorman. He was like. I don't know if you know me, but I'm kind of a big deal. That's what you said. And I don't think she got it. Like, I don't think it translated. I think she just thought we were being total, like, stuck up jerks. Kind of a big deal. And there was just this moment where she looked at us and we looked at her. And then it was just over. And And she was so kind and nice and just kind of, like, went on her way after we insulted her, I think. I don't know. She probably... I don't know. She probably has seen Anchorman. I don't know. It felt like... We were just being jerks. Like, you don't know who we... like. That's one of those lines that really walks the line. <laughs> I was just witnessing the interaction. It was between, like, Dallin said it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe Dallin said that. that and then funny. there was awkward silence, and then it ended. But that was it. Mm-hmm. No one was mean or anything. There were some people there that had, like, millions of followers. Oh, my gosh. Zeth, so cool for yeah. a while. Was and I then... afraid of talking to the people with millions of followers? Yes. Oh man, Beverly Hills. Beverly Halls. They were there. Beverly Halls. We, I, was, I just we just watched them from a distance. We never were <laughs> went up and introduced. I ourselves. was just texting my friend the whole time, like, "Oh my gosh, guess who else is here? Beverly Halls is yeah. here." Or man, like, she has millions of followers on TikTok. Humongous house, beautiful house. We we went down the rabbit it. hole of Beverly Halls for a while and watched all their. Well, stuff. that was the crazy thing. There were so many people there who like I had never heard of. Yeah, it's like, cool. And like so many people there had never heard of us. It's cool to refresh <laughs> our people no that one we follow knew on who Instagram. We were, actually. <laughs> I know, nobody knew. Oh, who are you guys? Every time we introduced ourselves, we were like, oh, yeah, we're the Dashleys. And they were like, who? Yeah. So nice. Some sweetly. people said they've seen some of our, our ones that hit the For You page, like some of the bigger ones. I didn't meet anyone who knew who we were. So, some people. Which is fine. But like, I didn't know who any of them 
were. I, I, knew, think, I knew a few of them. I think I just didn't. Style Fit Fatty? Yeah. We, oh, yeah. Well, I knew Style Fit Fatty and the Flu Allens. That was it. But there were so many. And I had seen Zeth before. I had literally only seen Zeth on the play ride to Orlando, to Walt Disneyland. Walt Disneyland, Disneyland. I think the algorithm was like, we know this more than you know this, but you're about to come into contact with this person. <laughs> with Zeth. I don't know. I had never even heard of Zeth until on the plane ride. I watched like all of his videos because they were so cute and funny with him and his little girl. Sailor, and yeah, then they were so there. Cute. It was crazy. Yeah. But no one was mean or anything. It was just kind of like, you have to be like extroverted to make it work. Like you had to be brave enough to say hi to people. And I just am not. So, oh, I mean, I did, but it was like scary. Anyways, that was fun. Thanks guys for hanging out with us in the podcast. So glad to be back. I love podcasting. I would honestly love to do this full time. Love ya. <laughs>